Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of the Subtopics with Serena podcast. My name is Serena, your host, and I am so excited to be recording the first episode of this podcast. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode. It's just me, but I do have some exciting podcast plans that are going to be featuring guests that are some very important people in my life, and I'm so excited for you guys to see this content. I am putting in the work and putting in the time to make this really like its own entity and make it what I want it to be and what's in my brain. So we're putting in the work. We're going to start today's episode with a segment that I want to include in my podcast and it's basically going to be a gratitude segment. I think it's so important to start your day with gratitude and so I think that starting each podcast episode with gratitude and just stating like highs and lows of the day, the week, the last couple of days, whatever, is something that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the episode, the rest of your day. And it's something that's really nice and keeps my mental health good in some capacity. It, it adds some level of satisfaction to my mental health. Not that gratitude is the cure, but it is something nice to slowly change your mentality. Anyways, that's besides the point. So I'm going to start by saying one thing that I'm grateful for, and then I'm going to say my highs and lows of the past week. One thing that I'm very grateful for is to have access to the resources to be able to start this podcast and have these conversations. My high of the week was last night I got to hang out with one of my friends, and I got to meet some new people, make some new friends, and if you know me, you know that stepping out of my social comfort zone is a huge deal. I don't go out. I don't have many friends. So me stepping out of my comfort zone and going to hang out with new people and meeting new people is a really big deal for me. So that was my high of the week. And my low of the week was I had an exam on Wednesday and I did not so hot on it. That whole day was just kind of cursed. So that was my low of the week. And we don't need to give too much attention to that because that's not what we're here for. I'm definitely going to be doing that on every single episode. It's going to be so fun whenever I have guests to ask them what they're grateful for and what their highs and lows are and getting to connect with other people on that level I think is so important. But today... I am going to be talking about a little bit of a heavy hitter, and I don't want anybody to feel attacked by today's topic, but today's topic is the importance of finding individuality within your relationship. I know, it's something that's really difficult to do. It's something that is much easier said than done, and it's something that when you're in a relationship for so long, you don't even realize what's happening. But I think a lot of relationships, I don't know, how do I word this? A lot of relationships, the people in the relationship tend to lose themselves and their sense of individuality and start to kind of morph into each other. Like the couple becomes one entity rather than two separate individuals in one relationship. Does that make sense? I know that you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. So I want to talk about this because I feel like this is something that I am extremely guilty of in almost all of my past relationships. And I think it really goes into much deeper, like the concept of codependency 
and having that as your toxic trait it's really really difficult that when you get into a relationship to not pour absolutely all of you into your relationship because you can't pour from an empty cup you know what I mean like you can't pour into others if your cup is empty and I feel like a lot of people myself included tend to do that like you just tend to pour absolutely like your entire cup back to this metaphor (laughs) your entire cup into your relationship and while it's important to put effort into it you shouldn't lose sight of who you are as a being outside of your romantic relationship so i'm just going to speak a little bit on personal experience every single time i get into a committed relationship i really give my all to that person and it's like i'm so aware of it i can call it out i can notice when it's happening in the moment and I still continue to do it. It's so twisted. Literally, it's so toxic. But I tend to to put everything of myself into a relationship that I start to really isolate. Not even just specifically like my friends, but I start to kind of put other things in my life on the back burner. I still dive into my hobbies and my interests, but in very minimal capacity if that makes sense. For example, throughout high school, YouTube was something that I loved to do. And I had the time to do it because there was a point in time where I was extremely consistent with it. So it was just a matter of finding the balance between like school, my relationship and recording and editing videos. But it was something that I was extremely passionate about. But because my, at the time I was in a long distance relationship and because my focus was speaking to that person in any waking moment they were extremely busy so anytime that they weren't busy I would drop absolutely anything and everything that I was doing to be able to talk to this person which was so unhealthy like it was so unhealthy and it wasn't until very recently I want to say within the past year or so that I had to sit down with myself and really really like reprioritize the things in my life you know like I was just in a relationship right now for almost three years and halfway through that relationship I was like I'm very much losing myself and COVID definitely had a big part to do with it because we were locked down couldn't do anything couldn't go anywhere but even like the things that I enjoyed that I could do inside the crib like I wasn't doing them and so I really really started to lose a sense of my identity all I had at that time was my relationship and my nail business that was it I wasn't really hanging out with friends um I live in New York City my family lives in Florida so I didn't have family like my identity was my relationship people didn't know me outside of my relationship they didn't know what I was like anymore without my ex-girlfriend and not that it's an issue for people to know who you are within your relationship. Obviously, when you're in a relationship for so long, it just kind of happens. The fact that I hadn't hung out with any of my friends as an individual in maybe like a year, like that's just ridiculous. That's crazy. Every single time I would hang out with anybody, anytime I would do anything, I was doing it as a couple in a relationship. And so it got to this point where... I just, I didn't even know 
what I liked to do outside of my relationship. So I started doing things like yoga and meditating. Um, I started going to therapy, which was kind of the first step in understanding what was happening. You know, like this was the first time that because it was like a real relationship. All my high school relationships were long distance relationships. So it was like half real, half fake. Um, but because this was like a real relationship where I'm spending every single day with this person, it was a little bit more difficult to find the line of demarcation between having time for yourself, even when you live together and you're constantly sharing the space with somebody. It was really difficult to figure that out. So therapy was like the first step in understanding that and understanding how to break out of that while still maintaining the comfortability in my relationship you know what I mean so like I said I started meditating doing yoga these were things that like you know during COVID you could still do in the house I was starting to try to rebuild the relationships that I did have pre-COVID like before the whole world shut down (laughs) we were definitely hanging out with people and like having friends and I was still living on campus so I was still seeing a lot of my friends regularly because we were all a walk away from each other um and I was just really trying to rebuild those connections I also want to preface this by stating the fact that I am not a relationship expert I am not a self-care individuality expert this is just me going based off of like my own experience through my relationship and through my friendships and I feel like I see it in a lot of other people as well And I've heard of a lot of people like breaking up because of this. Going back to, oh my God, can you hear my pets literally running around? Mr. Charlie, Mr. Chai. So annoying. Hello, I'm trying to record a podcast, babies. Go to sleep, take a nap. I swear having pets is like having kids. So if you don't want kids, don't get a dog. Cats are a little bit easier to take care of. Dogs a hard pass but I do love my dog I have a teacup chihuahua for anybody who's never seen my dog if you follow me on Instagram you've definitely seen my dog before um he's the sweetest boy I'm just talking shit but honestly they're equally as annoying um what was I even saying losing your individuality within your relationship is not something that happens overnight it's not something that happens one day to the next And I think that it comes from a pattern of codependency and a fear of being left and maladaptive, like attachment styles, anxious attachment styles, I feel are very prone to this. It could happen to anybody. Let's be real. But when you have like a fear of losing your partner or a fear of abandonment, sorry, not coming for anybody. We all have our own shit. (laughs) Okay. Um, But when you are prone to like these fears that are so deep in your core that you just have not fucking dealt with, you haven't healed from these things, you're so much more prone to grow like this intense attachment to your partner. When you're raised in a codependent household, when you exude codependency with your friends, like you can't do absolutely anything without your friends or without your parents or without just somebody holding your hand through it. Obviously, when you get into a relationship, the first thing you're going to do is hold on for dear life out of fear that like 
you're not good enough for this person so they're gonna leave me or what is this person doing when I'm not around so I need to be with them at all times like you are gonna get so damn attached to this person that you don't exist outside of this person and it happens to the best of us girlies it really does but it's so important to recognize when it's happening and even like I said before how I would recognize it was happening and I wouldn't do anything about it because I was so comfortable in the situation that I was in you literally could realize it's happening and not do anything because of how comfortable you are in the situation you don't realize that you're pushing everybody away you don't realize that you haven't hung out with your friends in however long you don't realize that the effort that you could be putting into accomplishing your goals is literally being put into only your relationship not that you shouldn't put effort into your relationship but there should be like a healthy balance and i think a lot of us have difficulty finding that balance do you know what i mean so i'm just gonna kind of go through the steps that i took and the steps that really helped me when i realized that i was kind of losing myself in my relationship again because this was something that i had recognized in my past relationships i was like oh my god i'm never doing that again I am an independent bad bitch like I I know who I am and I'm not gonna lose that in my relationship again and of course what do I do it happens so I'm gonna talk about like what helped me first acknowledge it second make the decision to actually do something about it this was also kind of processing like during covid and at like the very beginning of covid like when covid started my anxiety quite literally skyrocketed through the roof so i had actually i was living in new york city at the time um obviously i was in the middle of my spring semester i was so anxious about staying in new york city because it was where the numbers were skyrocketing the most first And so I left. I went back to Florida. I left my partner here with her family. And I was just like, nah, I'm getting out of here. I was stressed. So I spent about two, two and a half, April to June, like or March, whatever, that whenever the shutdown happened to June 1st is how long I was in Florida for. That was probably the worst my depression has gotten since high school at that period. Um, my anxiety was so bad I was barely making it in my classes and so I was really going through a tough time and hyper analyzing every aspect of my life that included my relationship that included my friendships that included my hobbies my interests what did I want to do with my life I was very much second guessing pursuing my nursing degree and highly considering dropping out like OD it was bad. So obviously I I chose to continue pursuing my degree. I did not drop out, but that was when I kind of realized like, okay, the world shuts down and I have absolutely nothing to do. I have nobody to talk to besides my partner. I have no friends to reach out to because my friends are going through their own stuff. And also I wasn't close enough with anybody at that point to feel comfortable venting to them about what I was going through I wasn't in therapy at that time all I had outside of my relationship was my passion for doing nails which I had started at that point I had only been doing nails for like three four months so I wasn't very good but I knew that that was something I was really passionate and interested in I'm at this point I'm hyper analyzing absolutely every aspect of my life and I came to the 
well after like months of being depressed and my mom saying like bitch you need to go see a therapist I was like okay queen you're right but I don't want to <laughs> literally self-destruction mode on 10,000 I realized that this was not who I wanted to be I didn't want to be this person that when the world shut down like I was completely alone and absolutely miserable so I really started thinking about how I could kind of turn it around and romanticize my life so I knew that nails was what I wanted to put at the forefront of my life making that decision was the first time I had really prioritized a passion at that time a passion project over my relationship I was like this is something that is so important to me I have a really bad habit of starting hobbies and interests and just never following through I know it happens to a lot of us and it's really difficult to like come like stay consistent in anything whether it's journaling drawing painting podcasting youtube like anything 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 reading it's really really hard for me to stay consistent with somebody something and nails was something that i really really wanted to stick to whenever i first started doing nails like pre-pandemic i had a way to hold myself accountable because i was taking clients like not real clients you know i was charging like 15 20 a set but because there was other people involved that are like making appointments with me i can't just like cancel on people when i don't feel like doing nails that day you know it was easier to hold myself accountable but during the pandemic before things kind of started opening again towards the end of the summer I didn't have anybody to hold myself accountable. So taking the steps to make that one hobby consistent and consistently practicing and waking up even when I was in the most horrible of moods and low energy and just like really slugging it, I would force myself to engage in the things that were making me happy. And it was rough because this was also a time where like my relationship was not doing the hottest but i knew that i was like this is something that makes me happy this is something that is good for me and i need to prioritize this like this is what i need to focus on something that makes me happy me doing something for me at that point that was like the first very first time that i was putting myself first when it came to my interests and who i am as a person and kind of like rebuilding and redefining who i was how do i want to be perceived in the world how do i want my friends to see me i don't want to be known as serena the girl who's in a relationship with so and so or serena and her partner i wanted to be serena like i wanted me to stand on my own on my own two feet i wanted people to think about me and my accomplishments when they think about who Serena is and that wasn't something I had and honestly it's not something that it's something that I'm still working towards because it's really 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 hard to dissociate yourself from the relationship that you're in when you are so connected in that way does that make sense back to what I was even saying about like the steps that I took COVID and the beginning of the pandemic really helped me realize that I wasn't where I wanted to be in my exploration of my self-identity so I began to put my business first and really trying to create the mold for what I wanted my business to be, which takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of time to brand yourself. It takes a lot of time to learn about how to take beautiful angelic photos with a damn iPhone. It takes a lot of work to build an aesthetic that you want on social media. It takes a lot of work to network with other people. Like these are all things that are very like time consuming. 
that's what I was doing. I dived into really putting my all into my brand, into Slayed by Serena. For those of you who don't know what my brand is, it's Slayed by Serena. That's my um, nail Instagram. And that's a big part of my identity now. A lot of people know me as Slayed by Serena. The amount of times that I'll meet somebody new and they're like, oh my god my friend has showed me your instagram like on on campus like nyu my friend has showed me your instagram before i literally love your work that is like oh my god it is the largest fucking compliment in the whole world because people don't know how long it took me to build that like repertoire 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 you know what i'm saying that reputation like people do not know how much work i had to put in to get myself out there and get people talking about my work whether it's on campus whether it's in the city whether it's throughout my family whether it's throughout like the people i went to high school with like i put absolutely everything into something that i love and that was the beginning of me realizing like no i think focusing on myself makes me a lot happier and separating myself from my relationship identity makes me a lot happier than existing within my relationship and only within my relationship putting everything into my business was the first time that i was like no this is what makes me happy this is what i want to do i want to focus on myself so i began to do that like i said i started doing yoga meditation things that i could do doing activities that maybe my partner didn't enjoy as much but they were things that i enjoyed so i did them at first i didn't want to do these things by myself i didn't want to work out by myself i didn't want to do yoga by myself i didn't want to meditate by myself. like these are all things that you can do by yourself as an individual like you don't need somebody to do these things with you but how uncomfortable are we to do things alone going to the grocery store alone watching a movie alone making dinner alone like these are all things that you know my partner and i weren't able to exist separately so because she didn't enjoy these things and i did i just wouldn't do them because i didn't want to do them by myself i wanted them to do it with me and it's like that's so stupid it's it's literally so stupid yeah it's okay to like enjoy more things when you're like you enjoy doing something more with your partner but why don't we all have things that we like to do by ourselves you know what i mean like it's something that's so small or it sounds so small but it's not it's like a big thing and it's like I see it in so many relationships that I'm surrounded by and it was in my own relationship. Like I said, like my business was the first step and once I kind of settled into the routine of my business and appointments and I was able to make it my job, because I capitalized on it, I lost the concept of I'm doing this just for joy. You know, like this is something close to me for me. It became, you know, something I have to do now and not that because it's something I have to do, I don't enjoy it, but because at the end of the day, I still have to pay my bills. So I really wanted to do stuff that would prioritize me that I don't have to make money off of. Does that make sense? Like I wanted to find something that I can't, not that I can't capitalize because you can capitalize off of anything that we live in a capitalist society. You can capitalize off of absolutely like wiping your ass, but I wanted to start to dive into things that I didn't need to capitalize off of because I wanted it to remain like pure in a sense. And for me, that was creating a routine with seeing my friends. I hadn't hung out with my friends in so long. Me and my ex were actually like, we weren't hanging out with friends so much to the point where we were downloading Bumble BFF to make new friends. And to make new friends like within a relationship, like we are making friends with one person. Even though we were stepping out to do things for ourselves individually, We didn't even exist in these friendships outside of our relationship. 
like the person that we were becoming friends with was friends with both of us i really wanted to create that like separation so one thing that i did was at this point so much time has passed since the beginning of the pandemic senior year of college so a lot of fucking time has passed but i started doing a weekly hangout with one of my best friends i was putting her into my schedule as if like something mandatory that i have to do because having that space outside of my home outside of my relationship was so refreshing and just having that time to connect with my friend one-on-one me and her only was so it, it was like the highlight of my week every week like i would just look forward to spending time with my friend and it was so important to me because having that time away would allow for conversations about things that i couldn't talk about in my household things that i couldn't talk about with my partner You know what I mean? Like people say that all the time. Like, oh, you can't talk to your partner about your partner. You need outside sources to have those conversations. And for a long time, that wasn't something I had. So really putting a focus on building that time into your schedule, no matter how busy we are to spend time with your friends and have like that quality time with your friends, not just like going out and not having any meaningful conversation because Like we do that too and that's fun and and cool and whatever. But you're not really like connecting with your friends. I don't want to shame anybody for going out because that's not what I'm doing. (laughs) I just think it's important to also have the moments where you're not going out and where you're just enjoying each other's company and you can hear each other speak valuable information (laughs) this sounds so shady to people that go out i promise it's not but yeah so that was like my next goal that i wanted to tackle and i did that having that time out of my week was pivotal and it's something it's situation that her and i still have like we still meet up at least once a week and you know life fucking happens people cancel people have to reschedule shit comes up still having oh my god these dogs are fighting outside you have to love living in new york city trying to record a podcast like there's so much fucking external noise bothering me anyways so carving that time out for friends was my next step i kind of like jumped around a lot i started talking about finding hobbies that i didn't want to capitalize off of which i did i did find that so i knew that i really wanted to get back into journaling and reading that was like another goal of mine was to get back into that stuff journaling is still like an on and off relationship reading is something that i have been kind of doing and being consistent with thinking about it in the way that spending time alone and enjoying your own company is a form of self-care that's how i would look at it instead of looking at it as a moment where i'm about to sit here by myself and think about absolutely everything i don't want to think about i would just think of it as this is self-care i'm quieting the noise i'm spending time with my children my cat and my dog i'm enjoying my own company i'm cooking for myself i'm watching whatever i want to watch on the tv i'm figuring out what i like and what i don't like when i'm hanging out by myself i'm exploring all these new avenues of myself and my personality that i couldn't identify while i was in a relationship so i think like that's the biggest thing when we're in a relationship we don't even know what our interests are we can't even identify aspects of our personality that exist outside of our relationship and i think it's so important for people that are in a relationship that have a history of being codependents that have a history of like fear of being like a fear of abandonment a fear of being cheated on etc etc i like highly suggest spending time alone for a little bit and and not like in like days where you go without talking to your partner i'm literally taking like 
an hour or two out of your day to just be by yourself whether that's like going on a walk and sitting at the park going to a coffee shop having a day off on a day that your partner works and spending that day by yourself organizing cleaning whatever you're you like to do and if you don't know what you like to do that's the perfect time to figure it out i'm not a professional (laughs) this is not professional advice but this is based off of my experience and what i've been through in my relationships and how i've gotten to the place that i'm at right now where i'm so beyond satisfied in my solitude and i actually really enjoy spending time by myself my brain doesn't automatically go to anxiety when i'm spending time by myself i think that's a really big milestone and indicator that like what you're doing for yourself is working and that you're growing as a person because it's hard to be comfortable by yourself it's hard to be comfortable in solitude and silence and understanding that like it's good for your brain literally it's sometimes we need to quiet everything just be in our own thoughts and confront what what we think about um but like i said this is not professional advice so do with it as you will and if you have any questions you are more than free to dm me on instagram I would love to have this conversation with more of you have like a more personalized conversation but this was so fun sitting here and just rambling and chatting i don't even know if i got an exact point across but i was able to just word vomit and brain dump all of my feelings about this topic because i think i really do truly think it's like a huge important thing to address within like relationships thank you so 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 much for tuning in if you are new to my podcast you don't know who i am you can find me on my socials at serena jade with two e's it'll all be in the description of the podcast episode i will see you all next sunday with a podcast featuring a very special guest i love you all so much xoxo